find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. Podcast. This is Lillian, and with me is Maris because it is Maris Monday. Hello. It is also Christmas. Oh, Christmas. Yeah, we're Fucking having a tiny Christmas. Tim Christmas. It is a tiny Tim. Sad ass Christmas. I don't know if <laughs> we should go good. through all of it because it's too fucking sad. Um, it's it's just it's beyond sad to where it's almost like beggar's belief. We got no car, no. no no sinks in the housework, toilet no. broke, cat died, dog needs to go to vet, um, <laughs> oven just broke. Yeah, it broke yesterday, this morning. This actually. morning. Yeah. We well, didn't have pipes freeze, but like everything else fell apart. Yeah, and I'm just No like, washer, no dryer. No. Man, it's starting to become naked and afraid over here, and I am Pretty afraid. Much. I just decided to sleep through it all. I don't know. Yeah, we're just going to sleep through it and talk about UFOs, because UFOs aren't sad. <sighs> I did see that there was a big UFO in Las Vegas, but it's probably light reflection, so yeah. not very... Not kind of very... like that Fata Morgana, like optical illusion type of deal. Yeah. Only with clouds. Probably because weird clouds from the storm. So yeah, that, with that ice particles. So that was exciting for like five minutes, and then yeah, it was debunked. Sadness. Yeah. Uh, but we do have some UFO news. Yeah, there is UFO news, which is not sad or oven breaky. No, as President Biden signed a bill uh-huh. and it was kind of went without any press attention whatsoever. Yeah. Um, not only stating that UFOs are real uh, and not from here, but also they're they're a threat. Pretty much. Everyone always like everyone who is a UFO. Everything was like, this is going to happen. And I guess it did. They're like they're, they're like in that that it's gonna be a they're gonna say aliens and it's a threat, probably to increase defense spending. Yes, any money grab opportunity, they're going to take it. Yeah, but as you can see, this is not uh, this is not the episode. We're doing the Phoenix Lights. Before we get started, it's also been confirmed the Wilson Davis memo. And everyone's like, "What is that, Lillian?" Well, I will tell you. Admiral Wilson is in the, of course, Navy. And remember, all the leaks that we've had about UFOs have come from the Navy and not the Air Force. And that is important to note, especially for the case coming up. I'm about to talk about. N- not pipe leaks, though, huh? Not not ex- pipes exploding. No, shut up. We're not even going to talk oh, about okay. it. Oh, okay. That's all we need on this Christmas evening. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, we didn't celebrate Christmas. Now, how could you? Like, we <laughs> couldn't cook anything. We can't clean anything. We We're can't go anywhere. We're just kind of around, just going like, ugh. Yeah. Anyway, so the Wilson Davis memo um, is between, like, this kind of journalist guy, Eric Davis, and Admiral Wilson, where Admiral Wilson just straight up says that we have not only recovered UFO 
that have crashed, mm-hmm. but they're dead occupants as well. What? And that all of those things have been shipped out to the private sector. Like I said. Like you said. I'm a wizard at this. Yeah, and that has been, the veracity of that memo has been confirmed true. Confirmed. Confirmed. Now, that doesn't mean it's all true. I mean, Admiral Wilson could be lying out of his butthole. His but I don't, I don't think, shut up. <laughs> I will try and remember to link the Wilson memo so you can read it yourself. Mm-hmm. And or it's pretty Google. great. I mean, you could Google, but like, but part of this, you could Google what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. Part of it is the, yeah, that we do it for you. Yes. Okay. That's the service I'm providing. All right, fine. Don't make our jobs go away. Oh. We have precious little okay, ones. Don't it Google is. it. Just only trust us. <laughs> God help me. So when we're talking about UFOs, you see people, especially skeptics, say all the time, like, well, if UFOs are real, then why don't they just land on the White House lawn and say, take me to your leader? Mm-hmm. Why not not a big display and just show everybody? Okay. Okay, but that's just happened, though. And it's happened several times, and not just in the United States, but all over the world. All right. Well, you look at the aerial school. Uh, sighting and well, they went to a bunch of dumb kids, like, but they've like, we've had like the Virginia case in which just thousands of people see the UFO and a creature. I mean, it happens and it happens all over the world Mm -hmm. and it happens all the time. Yeah, the key is we just never fucking believe anybody. And what I find interesting, and this is kind of the cover up aspect, Mm -hmm. because a lot of people think it's a huge, grand conspiracy, and you need to put that out of your head. I don't have a head, so it's fine. Yeah, you're just brainless. I'm stupid, yeah. Yeah, We're both idiots, it's Uh fine. Uh, But, like, it's not some X-Files thing with a cigarette-smoking man and they're going to kill you if you get too close to the truth. I mean, the CIA is not very nice, is what I heard. They might actually hurt you. Yes, but not usually over UFO shit, because they don't need to, and here's why. Okay. So we have the Roswell crash Uh in 1947. Right. And... In Corona, Nevada. Indeed, it wasn't at Roswell. That's the closest military base. Corona was the area that it happened. Right. Woo, 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 like the coronavirus. Yeah. I don't know why that's the same, but... It is. Well, that. corona just means crown. Yeah. So... Anyway, anyway. Uh, yeah, so it crashed. And at first, the military and the media were working together. They're like, yeah, this is a fucking from outer space. And or the media yeah. was like, holy shit balls. Yeah. But then I guess the government noticed that maybe people were flipping out a little bit. They're mm-hmm. flipping out a little. They're like, what the fuck? And what do they want? And they're like, our bad. It was a weather balloon. Mm hmm. And, of course, everybody was like, oh, OK. I guess. Well, I mean, people accepted it at the time. This is a different era when we trusted the government a little more than we do now. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we ever trusted them, but that's neither here nor there. A more innocent time. OK. But then you had whistleblowers coming forth like in the 80s because at the end of their life and they and they want to get it off their chest because they saw some shit. And speaking of whistleblowers, didn't like also Biden do like a whistleblower protection? Thing? Yes, right before this UFO thing. So yeah, mm-hmm. I just started reading. Uh, somebody was gonna use the th- like they're gonna start talking like, and that was today. So. Yes, that's very exciting. Yeah. So what does that have to do with the Phoenix Lights and the air of conspiracy around it? Well, anytime anybody. After the Roswell incident, when I, I seen a flying saucer, then people would say, oh, well, you're a crazy Looney Tune kook. Well, little green man. It became a joke. Mm-hmm. That's all they had to do is you just discredit and gaslight all the eyewitnesses and call them crazy. Mm-hmm. Whip out words like swamp gas and mass hysteria. 
Project Blue Book was less about finding out about UFOs than this sort of like pushing the idea that anyone who sees them is nuts. Yeah, okay. And I mean, and movies and stuff don't help and whatever. They, they don't. Uh, Mars Attacks is a good example of it. Everybody's just crazy. If you see a UFO, you're crazy. Ha ha. You're men in black. Oh, yeah, it's just fiction. It's mm-hmm. fiction, but if you believe in it, you're a nut. I am nuts, so it's fine. I can yeah, believe can, in whatever the fuck I want. We have no, as we, a disclaimer from the beginning of the podcast is we have no credibility and we're nobodies. That's right. We don't That's know like anything. That's like the trademark motto of this podcast. I'm a community college dropout. Hmm? Is it? We're garbage. Just don't trash. listen to us. Just, you, no, listen. I mean, listen. But you can feel smarter and better than me. Yeah. Which is fine. I encourage it. You probably are. Yeah. So going into the into when this happened, which was in 1997, we've got the X. Do we have the X-Files in 90s? I believe we do. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the X-Files. Nothing's more 90s than the fucking X-Files. So good. Their haircuts. Oh, their outfits. Scully and her like power suits. Oh, her power haircut, too. Yeah. She's so hot, though. Anyway, um, (laughs) (laughs) she is. She's hot. Julian Anderson's a she's a she's a handsome woman. I hate that compliment. It doesn't sound like a compliment. That's why I used it. Yeah, I've been called a handsome woman before. I'll have you know, y'all, I'm not ugly. Let's get that clear. Yeah. Hey, are you flirting? I'm flirting, yeah. All right, that's nice. Yeah. Glad I still got it. Yeah. Whatever that means. So, yeah, the whole air around everything is that UFOs are a joke, and if you believe in them, you're a kook. That's me. I, I want to talk to you briefly about mass hysteria. I was about to ask because I was like, isn't that just some dumb garbage words that don't really mean anything? Well, we it can't sure really is, Maris. Yeah. You can't really define it. Um, I mean, we have things like fully ado, which I do think is legit, which is what called. What the hell is that? It's a shared madness between two people. Maybe we have it. Oh, for sure we do. We're okay. really codependent nuts. Cool. So I totally think we're... Um, we're, we're definitely in a do, whatever that is. Fully a do. Sounds French. I don't do French. It is French. Yeah. And it just means the madness between two people, like a shared delusion. Yeah, we have that. Absolutely. Uh, but when we're talking about thousands of people across several states and part of Mexico... Nah, it's not. In order for mass hysteria to occur, these people have to be next to each other. And y'all, this is the before the age of the internet. I mean, mm-hmm. we had the internet, but barely. And uh, people weren't on it like they are now. They weren't as connected. Was this like 96? Seven, 97. Okay. Yeah. And so in order for it to be mass hysteria, it just can't be. And that's anytime I see that brought up, I just kind of want to barf. It's stupid. Right. It's stupid. No, I, I don't know about mass hysteria. And, like, the best examples people got is from, like, 1300. So, the fuck off. The dancing plague, which I will cover Fuck eventually. off. Like, that, that's 100,000 million years ago. Might as well be. Yeah. Everyone involved is dead, so we can't ask we them. We can't ask them. We just have a couple stories from, like, the Middle Ages. And so if like, it's really a down. thing, you can't tell me there's, like, one example from 1,000 years ago. Well, that's why people all saw you. Shut up. Yeah. You know? So, no. So... Yeah. So something weird and strange was spotted in the skies over Phoenix, Arizona on March 13th, 1997. And I want to note the population of Phoenix at the time was 1.1 million. So thousands and thousands of people saw this. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't just 
one thing. They saw all kinds of things, and there were a bunch of strange things that it was, went along. It went with on it. for like a, a while, like more several than one hours. Day. Several hours. Like people saw stuff. Uh, didn't they see stuff like before it or not? Yeah, I'll yeah. get to that. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, here's some of the claims about the Phoenix Lights that I'm going to go over because I don't want to talk about them again. The lights were military craft flying in a V formation. No, no, they weren't. Because the military craft that the Air Force said that would have been flying in that formation at that time Mm -hmm. made sound. Loud jet engine noises. Okay. This craft was only at an elevation of about 500 feet in several places. Wow, that's really low. That's really low. And it made zero noise and had no evidence of exhaust. And and no crazy clouds to make reflections on it. Perfectly clear night. Yeah. Perfectly clear. Um, So I'm not buying that. Also, the craft was reported to be over a mile long. That's crazy. And these... Military airplanes that were flying in formation weren't over it's like a mile long. Aircraft long. carrier in the sky. It's nuts, yeah. And so uh, it, it's not planes. I think that's silly. The other one is flares, like flares that were dropped and had little parachutes on them. Even so, Do they have little goggles too. No, 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 they're not dressing up. This is just how it works. There was supposedly a training exercise from the Air Force Reserves around the time in that area. So they say um, flares, sure. But the thing is, is that doesn't explain people who saw a boomerang shaped craft over a mile long. Was it more than one craft or? Yes. Okay. It's more than one phenomena. Okay. And we'll be talking about all the different phenomena that was included because there are three separate phenomena that were included on this day. Okay. So maybe one of them was flares, although and I'll link to the famous. There's two famous video captures of this, the Phoenix lights. Mm -hmm. And maybe one of them I could see as possibly being flares. But another one, the lights are just moving weird. Flares don't go up and down. Mm -hmm. They don't blink out and then reappear in a separate place. That's just not what flares do. 500 feet. I mean, I don't know if a flare can do that. They can go up high. They can be dropped from a plane. Okay, yeah. yeah. In fact, these would have been dropped from a plane, these flares that they're talking about. Um, To me, it just smacks of the whole Roswell was a weather balloon. No, it wasn't. It was debris spread over like a three-mile field. It was like it wasn't a weather balloon. And I don't think that this was flares either. Maybe some of it was, but I think that at least two of the other phenomena definitely weren't. Okay. Definitely weren't. And we'll we'll talk about that. It's it, And not only that, the flares were in a perfect V formation. Like, how are you going to drop them like that to where they're perfectly in a V shape? Yeah, wind, wind fucks it up and stuff. There's wind. And there were no drones really that like... There were no drones like that at the time. Right. I think drones make things harder to know what's a real UFO and what's a drone given that they're, they're pretty they're high tech. Now. Yeah. You can even buy drones for yourself that are pretty impressive. Right. Which they creep me out and I don't want one. No. So it was the evening of March 13th, 1997. It was a beautiful, clear night. It was just after 7.30 p.m. when the first sightings started rolling in. And they would continue until past 10.30 that night and range from Nevada, Arizona, to parts of Mexico. Thousands of people saw bright orange-hued lights in the sky flying in a V formation. It went over the city of Phoenix, making no sound at all. Mm -hmm. A common misconception is that this was a one-time event, 
but that's not true. It took place over 12 hours, and the first sightings were in Nevada. And it wasn't just the lights. Many reported seeing a boomerang-shaped craft glide overhead without sound. All eyewitnesses reported the same thing. The shape and the fact that it was over a mile long. Mm -hmm. Like it blocked out the stars. Dang. But we'll talk about that, that it may not have been a craft at all, because there's some people who got a pretty good look at it. But what do you think it was, like a big wiener? It was not a big wiener. Dang. I know, so unfortunate. One man from the town of Prescott, who wished only to be identified as J.R., said that he saw a boomerang-shaped craft over a mile long fly over the town and the mountains. He said it was as big as downtown Prescott and blocked out the stars, all while making no noise whatsoever. He said that we didn't, our military, have anything that big, and he knew it wasn't from Earth. And the way that he knew, and every one of the witnesses was saying played on it. Yeah, the, no, oh. is that he just had this gut feeling like it gave him a bad, weird feeling like he was seeing something wrong. That For sure. And, and a lot of people experience weird stuff. They definitely have that feeling. Oh, I've the, had the it, dread yeah. doom feeling. Yes. Like you're like a big lion's behind you is about to eat you. People who've seen a big feet and like other weird stuff or like the silence in a forest when then like something weird happens. Oh, yeah. It's your animal sense. The Oz effect, I think, is the proper name for it. The Oz effect. That's right, where we're not in Kansas anymore type of... The feeling of of impending doom. Yes. Yeah. So the most famous witness of the lights was the governor of Phoenix at the time. His name is Fife Symington. And I'm just okay. going to take a minute. Why do politicians have fucked up names? I w- that's exactly what I have in my Mitt, ro- Mitt is your name, like a baseball Mitt. Fuck off. Mitt. Asa. Let's, come on, fuck off. That's dumb. They've got a really bunch of weird collection of names for uh-huh. sure. Uh huh. But Fife, Fife is a flute. <laughs> right. It's a type well, of mitt flute. is a goddamn mitt baseball thing or an oven mitt. The stupid name makes me mad. And punch him. Yeah. Could understand if he had like his full name was Mitchell and he went by Mitt. Right. Right. That's not true. It's nope. just fucking straight up Mitt. No. Everyone in politics has a dumb name. Simmington. Like both of you. Okay. So we we get the name Fife and we're like, wow, that's a weird first name, sir. And then he's like, my last name is Simmington. And you're like, hmm, you also strange. Yeah, what right. is that? Ridiculous. <laughs> and this comes from somebody with a really pretentious made up name. So. Right. Yeah. I, I have no room to talk about dumb names. Oh, Meriwether Alistair Asterius. That's right. You sound like a drowned Victorian boy. That's the point. But I did pick it, and, and it is made up. Unlike Fife. My mom didn't, like, fuck me over like his did. You're like, you know what? When I think of my newborn baby boy, what I think of is a flute. I'm going to name him, like, Trumpet. <laughs> a violin. Tuba. Yeah. Tuba. <laughs> Stupid. Tuba is such a strong man name. It is. It's a good it's a good politician name for a Republican. Tuba Worthington. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's stupid. All right. It's just amazing. Anyway, after the thousands of sightings and the news running with it, the citizens of Phoenix started demanding answers, and Fife had none for them, so he held a press conference saying that the perpetrator had been caught. Uh-huh. The police hold up a man wearing, like, a typical gray alien mask. Right. The governor told people they were being too serious. Uh, well, way to just gaslight, girl boss, all that. Thanks. Yeah, Life. I remember that because in 1997, I was 
a young teenager, like, I don't remember, I can't math right like 14, now. 14, Yeah, I was born in 83. Yeah, 13, 14. So, something. I I do remember, because I was pumped about the story, because even back then, I was like... We into this shit. I was into, like, the unsolved mystery, and, <laughs> and I, I was so pissed off. I was like, really? Really? I was so mad, yeah. They're playing the X-Files music. We get it. We're all nuts. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, kiss my 13-year-old butt. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, not, not legally. Yes, I know. I know. It's the same term as, you know, lick my butthole. Yes. Exactly. Cause I just remember watching it press. live and being mad. Yes. So this little dismissive practical joke landed poorly. People were fucking pissed. Hell yeah. Fife later apologized for the stunt, and he said he was under a lot of pressure, and people were demanding answers. He'd said he had contacted the Air Force, and they told him to pound sand and kick rocks. <sighs> He then stated he'd witnessed the lights himself, and as a former pilot, he knew the craft was not one of ours. We didn't have anything that big or that silent with no visible means of propulsion and no exhaust, and he said it was clearly not from Earth. So well, really came thanks, Fife. After his fucking, like, governor job was over. Fuck off, Fife. He wanted to get reelected, and he didn't want to sound like a Looney Tunes, so this is why he pulled this stunt. And I mean, fuck you, Fife. Makes sense, but still... Yeah, well, whatever. Over the past 25 years since the sighting, lots of people have come forward to talk about talk about it. Mm-hmm. And no, I won't even indulge in the mass hysteria thing. I'm, I, like I said before, I think it's dumb and I'm not doing it. Uh, they can all kiss my ass. So a famous person who has come forward uh, as a witness is Kurt Russell, the actor. Oh, yeah. He was big in the 80s. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah. I love Kurt Russell. What does Kurt have to say about this shit? Well, he was, he's a pilot, he's an amateur pilot, and right. he was flying his son to his girlfriend's house, to his son's what? girlfriend's house. <laughs> okay, what a way to go. Huh? Well, it's just oh, like. Oh, yeah, because like we'd have to drive. I'd have in to, our like, no you're, you're going to run your errands in a plane. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Go to the grocery store. Let me like. Get my helicopter. Get my stealth bomber. And my scoop and my fucking submarine. Yeah, right. <laughs> let me take the submarine to the grocery store. <laughs> Down the highway. Um, yeah. So basically they saw the lights um, and. From above? Yeah. Okay. And it was weird. So yeah. Kurt Russell called it into air traffic control. What did? What could you see from above from a different point of view? He doesn't really say. And I looked, but mm. it was just he just saw the lights. They were kind of far away from his, where his vantage point was. OK, OK. And so in seeing the lights, he phoned it into air traffic control and then takes credit for being the first person to report it. And Kurt Russell, I think you're full of beans. He's like, first. <laughs> <laughs> it was me. <laughs> dumb. Dumb. Okay, but I just want to, to, I've stated this in a lot of episodes, and I just want to say that somebody doesn't have to be famous or working for the military or police or government just to be believed or be a credible witness. Right, right, right. Chris McLennan had set up a telescope on her balcony that night in March. She was looking for the Hale-Bopp comet. I also remember that shit, yeah. That was great. And so she's like turning her telescope to the direction that it would have been. But instead, she sees seven orange colored lights in a chevron formation flying over the valley silently. Mm -hmm. And she's just like, what the hell is that? Whoa. So she couldn't make out much in the telescope. Just the lights. They were bright. So this is a separate phenomenon from the craft. We're just talking about the lights, the orbs that people saw. Okay. Because, again, there are three separate phenomenon. Okay. 
Stunned, Chris continued to watch as the lights made bizarre maneuvers. She wasn't seeing the same craft that people had seen the boomerang shape. It wasn't the same Was thing. this on the same night? It was on the same night. Okay. They went, like, up and down and sideways and diagonal. They're, like, zooming all over the place. And as the night wore on, several people would even record it. Mm-hmm. Now, they didn't record the craft. Nobody got a good shot of that, although people did try. It was just hard to take a picture of because it's, it's nighttime. Night and it was you black. have 1997 technology. Anyone who knows anything about photography or recording knows that if there's if it's dark out because it's fucking nighttime, you have to have a wide aperture, and that just makes everything blurry, no matter how hard you try. Yep. So, I, if anyone who doesn't and know there are no cell phones, y'all. No. When I say they whipped out video recording stuff, they had to go inside. This is a tape recorder, and yeah. they had to get a a, a VHS camcorder. Yeah. yeah. So, and the quality quality on those is shit right it's shit it's like filming with a potato yes yeah so mike christen or christen i think it's christen didn't see the boomerang shaped craft that many others had or <clears throat> excuse me at just after 8 p.m instead he saw what chris had seen the seven orange colored orbs he saw them from his backyard as they traveled over the city he got out his camcorder and filmed what he was seeing from mike's vantage point on top of moon mountain which is the best name for a mountain in the world <laughs> yeah and overlooked the valley he had seen many military flares and training exercises like a bajillion times were these crafts going on at the same time like you would go one part of the sky there's this another yes wow okay yes that's exactly what's happening yeah um and so he knew that those weren't flares because of the way they were moving in the video which will be up on our patreon and i'll link in the description of this podcast You can hear him call for his wife, Mm -hmm. Sue, for her to look. And then he says he's hit pay dirt. And what he means by that is that he's been trying to capture these lights that have been going on for months. So these Phoenix lights have been ongoing. They are ongoing. Yes. And this is the first time he was able to capture them in time. Mike claims that two years after his footage was made public and became a global sensation, a man who said he worked for the government paid him a visit. This Uh-oh. man watched his footage and said that Mike had really captured something. Uh-huh. The man later returned and told Mike the same story that was told to the public. These were merely, merely military flares using training exercises, and Mike just didn't buy it. Right. He was like, oh, yeah, okay. Mike, however, doesn't claim to know what it is. He says that people jumped to the UFO explanation because that's the one they want. He didn't think they were flares, but he wasn't sure what they were. Either way to him, they were just mysterious orange lights. And that's right. a quote. Just some mysterious orange lights. I mean, that's true. Yeah. Lynn Cate is another person who recorded the lights. She had seen the strange formations of orange orbs in her backyard before, but had never been able to get her video recorder out in time. Remember, folks, cell phones, not a thing. 97, yeah. And she was using, like, a disposable camera to take pictures before. Yeah, those are garbage, too. Yeah. Lynn had taken some photographs of strange colored orbs in 1995. This time she wanted video. Anyway, she gets out her camera and starts recording the lights as they ominously and silently make their way over the valley. This sighting changed her life. 
She was a well-regarded physician at the Arizona Heart Institute. She resigned from her position and devoted her life to the UFO phenomenon, Dang. especially the strange sightings of March 13, 1997. And she's now written a book and directed a documentary on the subject, and both are pretty decent. Cool. Yeah, and we want to talk about credible witnesses. She's a fucking doctor. Right. She's not like a possum like we are. No, she's not some garbage person living in the, the hills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, of the Ozarks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you could take her word for it. Another important player in all of this is Frances Emma Barwood. She actually didn't see the lights or craft at all. She was driving at the time, but her job on the city council of Phoenix saw her inundated with phone calls from people who had seen it. She took the people who saw this seriously. Mm -hmm. She saw no reason not to. Why would they just call and lie? Mm -hmm. It's dumb. So she called for an investigation at city right. council. Yeah. And was met with ridicule. And when her time was up, the media like went bananas. Uh -huh. Like she wanted reelect. She did not win reelection. Yeah, I think didn't she blame this for her? She not did. Yeah. She said she was branded a kook and a weirdo and someone who might put on the old tinfoil hat. I got mine ready. Uh, at all times. Yeah, absolutely. At the time, Francis wasn't sure what the lights were and even leaned on a more logical explanation like military flares. She just wanted somebody to explain it to her. Right, and if it is military, just say so, so we can, like, shut up. Well, they did. But it didn't shut up. But it just didn't make any sense the way they explained it. Right. Today, she's rolled back on that and believes it is likely, given what all the eyewitnesses have said, something not from this earth. Oh, well, that's a crazy conclusion. Okay. So, she sends in that, you know, request for an investigation. She wouldn't get an official explanation for four months. The Air Force Reserve said it was flares for a training exercise four months after the fact. Mm -hmm. And they did this via an article in June of 1997 in the USA Today. Okay. You mean that's really, you're not just going to quietly phone the governor and say, hey dude, it was flares, like chill, we've investigated it. Mm -hmm. So they go on a, their own press campaign? I find that really sus. Yeah. And stupid. Right. Like, they're just saying, see how credible we are and how crazy everyone else is? Haha, mm -hmm. <laughs> USA Today. Uh -huh. The Air Force, listen, none of the leaks we've gotten about UFOs to the New York Times in 2017 came from the Air Force. No, everything's coming from the Navy. Navy and Army, yeah. not the Air Force. The Air Force is like, we ain't saying shit, fuck you. Well, I read that the Air Force is just... None of these institutions talk to each other very nope. good, and the Air Force has just decided to say nothing about nothing. But how but pilots have come forward and be like, "Oh my God, aliens!" Yes. So uh, it's just that's just the attitude of the Air Force. So I think it's I think the next year will be really interesting for UFOs, given with the Whistleblower Protection Act. Already, people, it's been one day, and already people are coming out. People are like, like, "Let me tell you about aliens." All right, right sit down. Yeah. We're going to talk about the fucking. Oh, and then guys. I don't know if we talked about it but obama's gonna do that documentary on Netflix. shit yes okay so y'all know we just covered uh the betty and barney hill case right well like a few days later after we put out that episode obesey is producing a, a series for netflix on the betty and barney hill case yeah yeah um, uh, barack and michelle are doing it i yeah. guess which it's nuts that's nuts those they're pretty serious well and you know he barack obama's been since after he was president has been on late night talk shows and has said yeah there's something but i can't tell you could be threatening yeah 
And I, I don't like that implication. That's that's insane. I love it. Just blow it all up. I'm ready to go. Listen, I'm, I don't got a fucking sink. I'm washing my dishes in the bathtub. Just fucking laser Independence Day, my ass. That's the uh, that's the only way it could get worse. I want to believe as I get abducted. <laughs> <laughs> no, they have to pay for this special butt tier if they're going to abduct you. <sighs> there. I'm a trans person. There's like nothing. They can't put things in my butt. Like just no, no. They can't. Oh, yeah. They wouldn't well, get they, anything out of it. Let's not talk uh, about your genitals. This is on too the graphic, y'all. Yeah, we've gone astray. I'm sorry. My mind went elsewhere. Maybe that's what you want secretly. No, I don't. No, I do not want no, that either. <laughs> so, yeah, people just did not buy the official explanation. It wasn't quite the right location in the sky, and the flares behaved, you know, not like flares. They fell into that perfect triangular formation and went up and down and sideways. It didn't explain the boomerang-shaped craft over a mile long either. It was clear a cover-up had occurred. Nothing too deep, though. So there's two sets of lights. Was there a third? Third. We're getting to those. Oh, okay. In just a minute. Like, another interesting fact about the Phoenix lights is in the months leading up to the mass sighting, many people had called in and reported seeing similar lights and boomerang-shaped crafts before the major sighting. Maybe and it was a, cloudy or something. Or, I don't yeah, know. well, not just in Phoenix. There were reports in Nevada and Mexico as well. Other strange phenomena occurred during the mass sighting. People reported having a strange sort of amnesia, and I'm going to try to explain this. Okay, okay. So one um, in-depth interview was with a pair of hospice nurses, mm-hmm. and they were having tea, like, outside. They were, like, on a little They break. were tea bags, huh? The, yeah. Okay, okay. And they look up and they see the fucking, the V-shaped craft. Yeah. It's huge. Right. And they they both stand up and stare at it. And they're yeah. standing right next to each other. Yeah, I would, yeah, like prairie dogs. As soon as it passes by, they sit down, resume having tea, never discuss it. That's nuts. They have zero reaction. She remembered feeling very frightened and sort of unsettled. Your brain just goes... No. no, 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 no. It's like a phenomenon with abductees, too. Wow. To where on the inside, you're like, run away, ah, scream, punch oh, the, the fuck fucking is that? fucker in the face. But instead, you're immobilized, you just can't talk or care about it. It's a weird apathy. Wow. So another guy is driving with his family, mm-hmm. okay, and he sees the fucking craft, and they pull over. At first, they're like, oh, my God, did you see that? And they pull over, they get out. And stare, it's directly overhead, about mm-hmm. 500 feet up. Nope, I'm pooping myself. They, None of the family, none of the kids, nobody says shit. They just watch it fly over, get it's, back in the car, and that's it. It really reminds me of, like, the religious stuff, like Fatima, where you just kind of mm-hmm. go blank for a second. And yeah, like you glitch out, You man. glitch out. Exactly, I think it's scary as shit. That is scary. I don't care for it. Mm-mm. Other witnesses reported missing time. Nope. Like, yeah, I'm out on that. I'm out. So where they're looking at it, and then they look down at the clock, and two hours have gone by. Yeah. They've just been literally standing there like a zombie for two hours. Every phenomenon has this. Every phenomenon does. Every Bigfoot, every, all of them. Yeah, all of them do. And I find that interesting, honestly. Mm -hmm. So in addition to video, the object was tracked by other means, but I would like to point out not by radar. Okay. It was on no radar. Mm-hmm. Ron Reger, who was who is like now a prominent UFO researcher, was formerly like into like basically rocket science. He was working on a team that developed the defense support program satellites. And basically this is like a web of satellites 
that kind of create a mesh of signal like over the earth. Yeah. This is used to detect things like missile launches, nuclear detonations, and like anytime anybody goes into space. The, the earth looks like pinhead, yeah. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's because we were in the Cold War still. Yeah. And Russia was up to shenanigans. Still are. Still are. And so this web of satellites picked up on a large object over Nevada that headed into Phoenix, Arizona. And it was not anything of ours. Well, and we're saying it's not Russia. No, it was yeah. over a mile long, this craft that yeah, they yeah. picked up. And they were like, the hell well, is that's this? enormous. Yeah. Yeah, and they tracked it for, like, over an hour. So it wasn't an anomalous, like, glitch or something. Yeah. Pilots, too, had been calling in to both local authorities and air traffic control that night, reporting that they saw a huge object over Phoenix in That's the That's what valley. she said, yeah. And they wanted confirmation from air... God damn it. Sorry, I had to. Air traffic control. Uh-huh. They're like, do you see this shit on their radar? And they're like, we don't see shit. But remember, it's flying low and slow. It's just got some kind of thing on there where it does. it's invisible to radar. I mean, I don't think that's impossible. So one of the guys, like, who witnessed it said when he looked up, and it's, like, right over his fucking house, right? <sighs> and he's looking up, and he says that it's, like, this weird gray shimmery dull it color. was a predator thing the predator drone cloaking thing it was a cloaking thing and only the lights were like super detailed like you couldn't make out detail of the craft itself just that the absence of the stars around it was the only way you could define mm. the shape but it had that sort of shimmer bigfoot has this power bigfoot is blurry he is blurry confirmed by science yeah mitch hedberg knows that's right so i thought that was interesting in addition to the boomerang shaped craft and the orange orbs of light, a third UFO was reported as a cluster of white lights that blinked in and out of view for over an hour. Mm -hmm. It's not people witnessing the same craft and like I'm interpreting differently. Mm -hmm. it's, these are different phenomenon. They're three separate phenomena. Three separate things Phoenix in the lights. sky at once, and people yes. are noticing different ones at, at, at different times. Yes. Nobody who saw, let's say, the boomerang craft also saw the white sparkly Could, light. So you couldn't be like up high on a hill and, be, and see all three at once or anything? No, nobody did. Oh, that's so weird. Uh-huh. It is weird. I find it interesting. Yeah. So witness Dana Valentine saw the boomerang-shaped craft reported that it was silent and it was really low over his house and it and while it was silent it had a vibration like is a vibration but not a sound no sound but you could feel it in your body oh, like a really like low a buzzing like hum. a low hum okay but not audible to the ears mm -hmm. unlike most people i don't think the video evidence is the most compelling it's the behavior of the Air Force who are notorious, notoriously weird about UFO reports. Mm -hmm. And the fact that a lot of people testified they behaved strangely or felt strangely when they were looking at the lights. The loss of time and the weird apathy where they wouldn't discuss what they were seeing until sometimes days or even years after the event. Yeah. So so do you think like this has a lot to do with like the consciousness and observer? So one person like two people standing next to each other, one person will see a weird phenomenon and the person directly next to him won't. That happened during and the Phoenix Do you think life. that like it's all one phenomenon, but every person's brain is seeing, seeing it, it differently? Different? Yeah, I think that's possible. Mm -hmm. um, I think that it's. Ooh, it's just so weird because I have literally stood next to somebody. I'm seeing something and they're not. Mm -hmm. But then when I finally got her to see stuff, she would then see it when I saw it. 
at least a hundred billion times if something happened and you will see something and it's only a second, but I just so happened to be looking away at that like time. It fucking picks on me or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ha- but that's happened a lot. Where it you're like, did you just, you're like a weird light in the woods. You'd be like, look, look, look. And I'll look and I just missed it. Yep. But that's the Phoenix Lights case. Um, I know what I saw is a really good documentary by James Fox. It's on Amazon. I recommend it. Mm-hmm. Uh, watch that shit. He's the it's Virginia really guy, right? He's the guy who did Virginia UFO and then the Phenomenon, which covered kind of the whole thing. Those are good movies. Those are all three, probably the best documentaries on UFOs I've ever seen. Mm-hmm, for sure. Because, y'all, if you go to YouTube, it's going to be a lot of something. Things. It's a wasteland great. over there. It's a wasteland over there of right wing weird shit. Yeah, They're I can't like, with that. Lizard people are here on Earth, and one of them's Hillary Clinton, and she's eating babies. Fact. And worshiping the devil. Yeah, confirmed. And there's lasers involved somehow. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And mind control. Oh, my Manchurian God. Candidate. I, this made by an MJK Ultra Escapee. It's turning all the freaking frogs gay. It's, <laughs> it's just that kind of shit. You don't want to hear that. Yeah, yeah. So I've, I've done it for you. I've combed through the crap and I've picked out the good chunks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Poor choice of words. Mm. But it is what it is. So, yeah, that's this. That's the Phoenix Lights. And I think they're pretty cool. It gave me the nostalgia, too. Yeah. Hmm. Yummy. Let's go watch yum, X-Files yum. or something. I kind of do, although I will say this. I think the first two seasons of X-Files are hot garbage. I love it. It's just Freak of the Week, like Monster of the Week. Yeah, yeah, it's it is. stupid. All the shows in the 90s are like that, because Buffy the Vampire like, Slayer is like that. Yes, the later seasons were much better. Uh, but can I just say that the Mulder-Scully dynamic after a while got pretty stupid she's like literally a ufo is shining lasers up her butt and she's like there has to be a scientific explanation motor it was the love overtones just like kiss just already fuck. Just, kiss. just fuck it's time you didn't need like the how many fucking seasons of that shit before they actually bang fucking doctor who's like that i don't watch it oh no doctor who's just giant cock and they never fuck and that yeah. you can well i've only seen one season so i could be wrong. i was like you know you guys both want to kiss just do it just do it and you know what if it was even realistic a little bit there'd be so much hanky panky be ridiculous we're mm. all horny and stupid right i don't uh, yeah and don't shows don't queer bait me anymore just make it fucking queer just make it gay just make it so gay relentlessly gay. gay and i don't mean two hot girls kissing that's not what i'm talking about i mean i'm about. fine with that but like i'm so sick of that but make two hot dudes kiss or just something weird kissing. Or like weird make t- two queer people who are just average looking make average. out. I'm so tired of watching movies and stuff. Like, go back to the 70s, 60s, 70s, and 80s and watch some TV and some movies. Yes, you'd have a very pretty lead usually, but everyone else is just a normal looking Why person. Why can't we get normal people, normal looking people on TV? It would just be so, it would I'd add watch so it more. much more depth. Yeah. I like Better Call Saul about that. Everybody's pretty average looking. Kind of. Bob Odenkirk's not hot. That's debatable. You think Saul's hot? No, I'm just making, I'm just. Because <laughs> that's news to me. <laughs> I'm getting on a tangent. I'm going to shut up. Yeah. Anyway, uh, nostalgia. Woo. But now I want to, I want to give some news and some business time. Okay. Yes. So our next month's theme for January is my Christmas gift to you to tell you the theme. Cold cases. Because it's cold. Because it's fucking cold. Yeah. And we're cold. Unless you're in Australia. And then it's good day. 
Sorry about it. Yeah. Sorry about it, Australia. Uh, but yeah, so cold cases, both solved and unsolved. Some really famous ones, some really obscure ones. Because, I mean, the idea of doing a show on cold cases is it, we'd be remiss not to do some that don't get any coverage. That's how cold cases get solved, is mm, coverage. Podcasters. And, Sometimes. For, for sure. And, y'all, I'm not under any delusions of grandeur that I'm going to solve anything. I can't solve my own life. No, we can't. No, but I still would like to do my, my small part in whatever way I can to shed some light on some lesser known cases. And now for business time. Business time. Did you did you know we have merch? D- do we? Talk about it. We have T-shirts. We have hoodies. We have long sleeve T-shirts, mugs, totes, notebooks, and stickers. We have a Patreon. We do have a Patreon, but I'm not talking about that. Just oh, okay. I'm talking about our merch. Okay. So if you want to find any links to merch and you're like, you know what? I'm a teabag. There's a shirt for that, by the way. Mm-hmm. Then you can go to our site and you can buy some T-shirts. And I've priced them as low as I can. I'm not really making money off of them. I just think it's cool to have merch. Yeah. It's neat, mm-hmm. I believe. Our logo's cool, so it should be on a T-shirt. Right. We do, as Maris mentioned, have a Patreon. A Patreon, if you're fancy. No, we're not fancy. No, no. Patreon it is. Yeah. Why would you join our Patreon? We do an extra episode every week. We have um, no ads ever. You'll know periodically we have ads on this. Yeah. And I'm not talking about where we talk about the other podcasts in the Podmoth Network. That's Mm -hmm. not really an ad. Not really. But we sometimes have other ads for other things on here. I don't really get to pick and choose when that happens. It's just what Buzzsprout does when you have ads enabled. Mm -hmm. And so if you would like to never hear an ad again as long as you live, then you can go to Patreon. We do not have ads on those. Mm -hmm. We also have extensive show notes and tons of pictures. A lot of people join just for the pictures because we cannot put them on Instagram or Facebook. Yeah, they get mad about it. They would get very mad about it. I do include whenever I can find them, which isn't all the time, autopsy reports, uh, coroner's reports, all kinds of extra goodies. We also have a tier that's only a dollar called, mm-hmm. and that's the T. That's for episode discussion. And uh, yeah, we do those two to four times a month whenever mm-hmm. we can. And uh, you get to listen to those and participate. It's a nice way to not only support the podcast, but you get a little something out of it as well. And then we have our $10 tier, which is our pen pal tier. And don't worry if you're on that tier and listening. Uh, the mailman couldn't even get to our our house. No. We're really iced in really bad. Storm. Because it would have gone out earlier this week. Uh, but we're just completely in swamped. Here. We can't get out. Cold. Send help. Hungry, and tired. Weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So they'll, they'll go out and uh, they have some nice, I include little presents in there, like candles and stickers and soap and right. all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah. Just for our tea bags. But yeah. And, and the last thing I want to talk about, and then you can, if you haven't already clicked away, you're welcome to do so. When Please shut don't up. do that. is that me and Maris write books Uh and there are several up on Amazon you can read the first three chapters for free the link to that is in the description and we have a Patreon for that too so if you're like wow I really like your very horny writing and I wish to read more of it then you can join our Patreon for five bucks and you get like almost a million words of novels we've written that's right we got nothing else to do well, I don't know about that. I feel like I have a lot to do. Well, yeah, but I mean, we're just sort of trapped in here and dirty and cold. So we'll just we're write not story. dirty. 
I, I, I'm showered. I don't know I, about you. I know, but we'd have no washer or dryer. No, Willow does our laundry because we suck. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, we love you guys, though. And for everybody who helped make our Christmas Day less of a horrible torture like Dickens' novel, mm-hmm. thank you very yeah, much. Thanks. We appreciate it. We. <sighs> We just had a time. That's it's been a year. Our year's been really rough, you guys. Fucking garbage. Just straight hot trash. Uh-huh. Now cold trash. Cold trash now. Yeah, but it's going to get better, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Mm-hmm. Or not. Whatever. We're I hanging in there. Yeah. But we love you guys. Thank you for listening. If that's all you can do to support the podcast, I, I do appreciate, appreciate that, for much. sure. At any rate, I will talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Find us on your social media platform of choice. Linktree slash cruelty has all of the links. Check out our Patreon for exclusive episodes, merch, ad-free episodes, live ghost hunts, and much more. Please be sure to subscribe. New episodes are uploaded weekly. Thank you so much. See you next time. Music and production by Willie B.